you are going to remember where you were right now for the rest of your life. You are listening to On the Mound with Max Stanzer, Matt Sossler, and Tommy Muma on VIC Radio. Welcome to On the Mound. I'm Max Stanzer, joined by Matt Sossler and Tommy Muma. And this time we are in remote locations. I'm in Seattle, Washington, Matt, Chicago, Illinois, and Tommy, Utica, New York. But we still got On the Mound for you guys today, even through all this drama with the coronavirus and so forth. We're out of school, so we're not on BIC anymore, at least for the remainder of the semester. However, we still have a lot to talk about in sports, and we're going to hopefully give you guys some stuff to do, given the fact that there are no sports to watch. Tommy, Matt, how you guys doing? Great. How are you? Doing good. Yeah, I know, and all of us from remote locations right now. I'll tell you, the weather here in Seattle is very, very nice right now. But the problem is, is we can't go outside. I can't go to T-Mobile Park. So really nothing to do at this point. Yeah, not much not much to do at this point. Sky's grayer than any road jersey I've ever seen. So it's just phenomenal right now. Well, I'd do anything to see a road jersey right now. Whether that's the Yankees or the Padres, I don't care. But yeah, let's 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 talk some baseball right now. Obviously there hasn't been too much going on in terms of on the field, but off the field we got a ton. We got the Yankees and the minor leaguers who have unfortunately been diagnosed with COVID nineteen. Uh, baseball being suspended at least until May, probably June. Let's start with that, guys. When do you think we could realistically see baseball back on our televisions? Well, I don't know. I'm thinking probably around June 1st, maybe a little later. Um, I don't know. It's hard to say at this point because they have that um, eight-week ban, right, on crowds of 50 people or more. So that'll probably be the point when you get spring training back. And, you know, right now we're hearing three weeks, but who knows how long they'll actually make that spring training. But I'm thinking uh, definitely some point in June. Yeah, yeah. for, for me, I got to go with, um, I, I'd shoot for a Father's Day opening day. Maybe you get spring training going Memorial Day weekend. At this point, leagues really want to be cautious and they don't want to rush. It also help the league's PR if they overshot and started earlier, so I wouldn't be surprised if therefore Major League Baseball especially starts earlier because then it would make everything look a little bit better if they say, oh, we're going to start mid-June and then they do opening day in the first or second week of June. But I say that's best-case scenario. Worst-case scenario, mid-July. Yeah, the problem that we were discussing a couple days ago, or yesterday, actually, was the fact that if you're going to try and play a 162-game season, how are you going to organize this logistically? Because if you can't play 162 games normally starting in June, because then you'd end in November or December, right, at that point. And you don't know what cities will be able to host games at that point, because who knows when it's going to start snowing in New York and Chicago and start getting cold in Atlanta and so forth. And because those teams don't and those stadiums don't have roofs, are we going to have to shorten the season is a big question. And it's an interesting opportunity for Major League Baseball, you guys, because it's been something that they've been throwing in the air a little bit about how maybe having a 140-game season or so forth, I realistically realistically could see if this season starts in mid-June at the earliest or even August, if it gets to that point, we could see an 130, 40-game season, if not less. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, I mean, one thing that worries me is that 
like you said, if they do shorten the season, right, and they, you know, they start later, is that, and it goes well, is that something that Major League Baseball would consider um, implementing in the future if they say this went well and the guys want more off days? uh, Do you think it's possible that maybe this could set a precedent that we as baseball fans certainly don't want. At this point, with the circumstances we have now, I'd be happy if we got over 130 games. Well, that's what they got to do. I think that's the goal that they're shooting for. A lot of teams and managers have defined what a full season is to them. Some have said a full season is a full 162. Some say it's as many games as they can get in. And I think in terms of setting a precedent for the future, Right now, it's really just about getting back and focusing on how they can just start playing and get in as many games as possible. I see the only way they can even consider getting a full 162 in is if they start on Father's Day or possibly earlier. Otherwise, they're going to really have to gear up the doubleheaders. Players don't like that. It'll change up the roster dynamic and pitching. Considering there are already roster changes, it's not going to help anything. Yeah, I'd say May is the the goal if you want to play a full season at this point. And you mentioned doubleheaders. You can't, you can't. I just feel like if you have doubleheaders at least one per week, then you're gonna to have to expand the rosters a lot, as you mentioned right there, because you can't have catchers catching seven times a week. Your pitching staff is gonna expand because of that, and that's gonna put a lot of teams at a disadvantage. Think about like the Yankees, for example, who finally, if healthy, have a competent rotation, and all of a sudden, sorry, you're gonna to have to throw in two guys on the back end. Uh, like they were going to have to if the season started on time, that puts them at a bigger disadvantage. It puts every team at a disadvantage at this at that point who's trying to compete. Uh, so I wouldn't like that. I'd say realistically they just would have to shorten the season if it starts at that point. Uh, but we'll see. We also know that the draft is in jeopardy at this point. As someone who roots for the Mariners, I'm very disappointed because the Mariners have a sixth-round pick. It also messes with the Astros situation a little bit too because they're losing their draft picks for the next two years, I believe. And how are you going to manage that as well? What are your thoughts on this, guys? I mean, I'm assuming if they cancel this year, they're going to put the two draft pools from this year and next year together. And again, before I hear your guys' opinions on it, I just it frustrates me because a team like the Mariners, a team like the Tigers, Orioles, and so forth, who sacrificed such a sacrificed a season where they were horrible, aren't going to get as big of a reward because if you have that big draft pool, then all the first 25 picks are the equivalent to like the first seven picks, and I, I'm not a fan of that. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think that they should postpone it if you know things aren't better by June. Because you can't cancel the draft, like you said with the Mariners. I mean, that's why you have the draft, to try to have turnover in the league, try to make the teams that are struggling better. And, uh, no, you can't cancel the draft, in my opinion. I think they have to postpone it. And why and, would they? Like, I, I, I don't understand what the what the benefit is from canceling it, because, at the, like... I heard something about financials, but, like, they don't need to do it at MLB Network. They don't need to do it fancy on TV even at this point because, to be honest with you, this is not the NFL draft. It's not the NBA draft. Obviously, we will probably watch it, but there's a lot of people out there who consider themselves baseball fans that probably have never watched a draft in their lives. I don't understand why you can't just, you know, do it through, you know, like your PR account will tweet out the Mariners with the first-round select Tommy Muma or something like that. <laughs> Well, one thing that also this might be interesting, speaking of adapting to the situation, is one of the reasons why the NBA and NFL and even the NHL get views in their drafts 
is because they're off-season drafts. And the MLB is the only major league that holds their draft during the season. So fans of good teams like the Yankees, for example, they're not going to watch when their team picks between 25 and 30. They're going to be watching their team play. And I honestly think if they postpone the draft, I think they should postpone it until November or December around the winter meetings. And even though it will cut a year off of rookie ball for those players, I think it would increase viewership. So if they're really concerned about the money, I say you postpone it to the offseason and see how that plays out. Yeah, and that's why I feel like there's something we're missing. Because I don't know if it's the money through the publicity of the draft. I don't know if it's the money, like the bonuses that they'll be giving the players. I really don't know what it is, and I'm curious to learn that because there could be something that we're missing here. But I'd be even more interested if, like, what's stopping them from doing, like, let's just say theoretically a draft five weeks from now when baseball's not going on, and you just have them go online and do, like, a video chat, and you all draft with the commissioner. Like, I, I don't understand what would well, hold them back from that. Do you guys see flaws in that? I see the flaw, a couple flaws in that, and it's been happening with the NFL. People ask why they can't resume their normal offseason programs, and the reason why is, is because currently in this day and age, people can't travel. You have players well, for the country getting drafted. You need to get they need to get the physical and oh, they need, yeah, it's the, it's you, yeah. you need physicals, workouts. There's a lot of in team in person stuff that can get done remotely, but will be hard to get done remotely. And I like the idea, honestly, of holding a draft during this hiatus. However, I just don't see beyond the name call how that will work considering all the restrictions no that's a good point that's a good point so why don't they just push it back to as you said november october whatever when things are hopefully better at that point because again the big problem with canceling it this year or postponing it till next year is like what are they going to do is it going to be is the draft order for next year going to be what this year was and then the next is everything going to be pushed back a year for the entire next for the rest of baseball history in the future or is it going to be a situation where they combine the pools and in that case like I hate to say it and I'm sure you would love it Tommy but like your Yankees could be getting the value of a eighth or ninth pick with the 27th pick or whatever they have this year that's right that'd be great (laughs) I mean I honestly I just don't see how they can combine the pools because what if you have a team on the opposite end of the spectrum. Like, let's say the Mariners go off this year in whatever season there is, and they're picking sixth this year, and then they pick 30th next year. How do you... How do you handle that? How do you do it? Or even worse, the other way around, what if you have a team like the Yankees who are supposed to play in the World Series and they finish, and they finish last in the AL East? Well, I think like they, like yeah, how do you handle that? Well, Matt, question. I can tell you that will not happen. Um. <laughs> but, but but Matt's going at here, which is a very good no, point, is that the the draft selection order will change because there's going to be different standings. It's not going to be the same exact as last year. And if that were the case, it'd be very convenient for Major League Baseball. But that won't happen. I can almost guarantee it. So how do you do that? Do you hold two different drafts? That's an interesting idea. And again, I'd say just push it back. They don't need to cancel it. Push it back till the end. And I understand there are problems. There was no college season. So scouts can't see certain players and they may not have as reliable scouting reports or ideas on the players they're drafting. But you got to do something. Another thing that makes the MLB draft and what they're doing 
a lot more different than other sports is, or at least I could speak for the NFL and the NBA, is after you're drafted, you can choose to sign or not in the MLB. In the NFL and NBA, once you declare and your name's called, you can't go back to college. And so I'm curious how that notion and how that uncertainty after the name is called changes things because That's a good the NFL is still holding their draft per usual. The NBA, as of now, has not announced any changes to the draft, although I'm sure there will be considering they're not going to want to hold a draft in the what hopefully will be the middle of their playoffs, assuming things go with the rate that, that it does. So uh, that's another thing to look at. Another wrinkle to look at is how do you know that these players, given that they have an extra year of eligibility, will not just have a little bit more flexibility with the teams that they sign with? You know, well, some you players say, point. I get a chance. Yeah, especially with like, so like, for example, a senior this year gets drafted and he could say, you know what, I think I could do better. I have another year to play, so I'll try that again and get drafted next year, and he'll reject it potentially. And that, that's an interesting point as well, and that could hurt teams if you do hold a draft this year. So really, I mean, it could be a catch-22 situation, and you just got to pick your poison, but I, I'd like them to hold a draft this year if they can. But we'll see what they come up with. It's a difficult situation for Major League Baseball and all professional sports when it comes to their drafts. And I guess you got to look at it, too, from a baseball perspective that, like, it could be worse. For for the NFL, the first-round pick is a season-changer. For Major League Baseball, you could find Mike Piazza at the very end of the draft, and he could be your Hall of Famer, you know, so you never know. But uh, That's right. it's important. It's important, so I'll be curious to see how they handle it. Now let's talk about baseball and when it comes back. I was thinking about how, how crazy it will be for all of sports, for all of activities, concerts, whatever it may be, and how people are going to be rushing that first weekend when everything is back and they're allowed to go outside and they're allowed to go to events and be with people in the public, right? I, I'm just thinking, what are you guys expecting from that first week weekend in Major League Baseball? Well, I think you're going to see a sellout in almost every ballpark. It'll be what opening day's like, but on another level. Um, you know, usually with opening weekend, obviously opening day is like, you know, obviously it's a big game sold out, and then the next couple games in that series, they're they're pretty full, but not as much. I think you'll see sellouts probably for the first couple weeks um, because people are going to miss it so much. Um, and it's going to be an odd time. I was thinking, like, here in New York, I'm used to, um, you know, games early in April that are freezing 40 degrees. That's going to uh, boost up the offensive production a big way, especially for the Yankees. Got the short porch there in right field. So um, I think it'll definitely um, change the game as well. Um, you know, you'll see a lot more of offensive production early on in the season. Yeah, speaking of that, um, you mentioned all of it. You mentioned how opening day is nine time, 9.9 times out of 10 a sellout. And then those trailing games and those opening week series are sort of dull. Another thing you got to consider is opening day could be 80 degrees and sunny in New York and Chicago with the way this is going. And so that's a whole other thing to look at, as you mentioned, weather, offensive production. Another thing to look at, and this is sort of on the negative side, spring training is guaranteed to be split in half, just to make that argument. Yeah. So you think 
for from a pitcher's perspective, like you look at Craig Kimbrell from last year, didn't get a full spring training, was on an accelerated track. Let's just say he was subpar last year. He was. How do you think how do you think that's gonna handle the rest of everybody's staff given that their warm up in spring training has been messed up? Yeah, it's definitely limited and the pitchers are a creature of habit for sure. And they need it more than anything. The reason why spring training is so long is because of the pitchers. If baseball was just a sport with the hitters, spring training would probably be like two, three weeks just to get your timing down. But the problem here is is I think that they'll try, not necessarily rush it, but they probably want to get to the baseball season quickly. I, I'd say give them three weeks at most. Give them three weeks, and they, there just won't be as big of rosters. Remember how like in the beginning of spring training, you have tons of guys coming up. You have minor league invites and so forth. I think they'll continue spring training where they left off probably with 35 guys on your roster and you know maybe you'll try to move it up a little bit faster which could be a little bit dangerous we'll see but I also want to be surprised if the beginning of the major league season the regular season is treated a little bit like spring training where you have guys on pitch counts you have inning limits for example with a guy like Garrett Cole maybe you say he can only throw 85 pitches just because it's short in spring training and while that stinks you got to remember that every team will be in that situation therefore I wouldn't say it's like you know, it's not like the Yankees would be the only ones, the only team that has to do this. Every team will have to do it, and it will just kind of work its way into it until you get later into the season. Because then again, if you rush Garrett Cole and he's not ready after two and a half weeks and maybe three starts where he got went max five innings in his last start, he you can't just throw him out there 110 pitches right after that, right? So who knows what's going to happen? They've never done it before. I, you know, they, so managers will have a lot of time to think and plan on how they handle this, especially when they announce how long spring training will be. But yeah, it's going to be different. And I I think the league will adjust. I agree. Um, but I think a guy like Garrett Cole, I think a lot of those guys are throwing and I think they'll keep themselves in shape, but at the same time, they might lock them down though. Like who knows what's going to happen, but yeah, go on. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. And like you said, at the same time, I mean, every team will be in the same boat. So, you know, the the teams will adjust and they'll work out. And I'm sure that Rob Manfred will uh, do what he feels is best for the players. And I'm sure that the Players Association will try to get a longer spring training because I think that's what the players want. They want to be ready and... Uh, you know, guys like Garrett Cole, they want to be able to uh, go firing on all cylinders once the season starts. I also wouldn't be surprised if they did actually a shorter spring training, but almost every single game was a split squad. Because I think the yeah. objective right now in spring training is to get as many reps, to get players on as normal of a schedule as possible, and to get as many players in that short span as possible. So that's another thing to look at is how will this abbreviated spring training impact future spring trainings as a whole? Yeah, I think I think ideally in the future they would like to go back to a long spring training. That brings up another question I have. It's a little bit uh, taking more of a tangent, but if let's say they play till November, till December, that's going to shorten the off season, right? So are they just going to deal with that and give them a shorter off season? Or are they going to push spring training back again and then cause this loop that eventually turns into what we see every single year? Because let's say they were to play till December, then you get the full month of January off if you're a team that's in the playoffs, and then half of February and you're right back out there, right? How would you handle that if you were in that situation? I think you gotta, at some point, you have to draw the line and get it back to what normal was before this all went down. 
I think whether that's shortening an off season, whether it's shortening the regular season this year, shortening the season in some in some way, shape, or form, so eventually you can get back to that schedule of the World Series ending in late October, early November, getting back to the normal schedules. And I think just one time people are going to have to adapt to something being off schedule in order to get back to what it was before. If I'm Rob Manfred at this point, I would I would say we can't have a shortened off season. I think it would throw everything off in terms of your scheduling for the future, forever in baseball. I, I think you would have to shorten the season and make sure by the latest the World Series ends mid-November because if you're ending in December, number one, as we mentioned earlier in the show, logistically it probably won't work unless you have like a, what, like an Astros Astros Marlins World Series or something, somewhere where two teams with two roofs play Astros Brewers or something like that. But that's unlikely because a lot of teams out there, especially the good ones right now, play on the East Coast where it gets cold and they don't have roofs and it wouldn't work out. So I think because of that, we're going to see the season end by the at least by the latest the end of November. And I, I don't think that we'll see anything going into December, but who knows at this point. Yeah, I agree. I'd be surprised to see it go into December, but you bring up a good point. You don't want it to, I mean, if they were to shorten like this off season, then potentially push back like the start of next year, you know, that would trickle into every year. So that's definitely not something that you want to do. Um, but at the same time, like the Players Association, they haven't they been fighting for like less games? I know it's been like more off days, but aren't there guys that want less games? So they want less I, games, which would result in more off days, I believe. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know. I would hate to see the season get short, and um, but it might be something that we see at some point down the road. Maybe not from this, but. All right, well, we thank you guys so much for tuning in today. Once again, I'm Max Tanzer, joined by Tommy Luma and Matt Sonsler. We'll try to get out to you guys every single week because we're not done yet. We're on the mound, even though Major League Baseball is not on the mound. We got you covered talking all sports, all Major League Baseball for you during these tough times. Make sure to stay safe, wash your hands, and we'll catch you next time.